It's time. A skeleton uses shampoo in the shower. That's an odd vocal exercise. I'm not familiar with that one. Every Monday. It's here. We're we're doing what we do. We've we've missed you. It's been an entire week. How did you survive? We was, barely spoke this week. Tim, there was so much work to do. There was work to do. There was sickness in my house and in Ugh, my school. That's gross. It's not pleasant. I had homework. I had a two-week spring break, Tim, and it was wonderful. But then I forgot that it's over now, and I don't have another break between now and October. So this is it. This is the sprint. This, this is the sprint. I remember it. Yeah. It's time. Wow. I'm ready. But hey, you had a crazy busy week. You had, a, you had to get a lot done. And then yesterday was Sunday. And we're doing this part already? All right. And this right here is the morning after. Welcome to the morning after ministry show. A caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. Uh, thank you, CJ. Yep, he's noticing the chubby shirt. He's got the zip pullover like this one. I, it's it's a flex material, so like it's very stretchy. Mm. So I so you can eat a big, like, you can eat a big lunch. You can eat a big lunch. It grows with you, shrinks with you. Well, that's always good to have, Tim. I'm pretty sure you can get chubbies at like Bells and Coles now. Did, yeah, that's did, weird. Did that make it less cool? I don't know. I saw them discounted the other day, and I was like, oh, maybe I should buy them here and not and not on the at internet the at full price. Mall, international Mall has the chubby store. Yeah, you're paying way more there because then you're paying you're, the shorts, the shirts. You're paying rent at a premium. The problem is once you not once a premium you, outlet, but at a premium retail establishment. Once you wear the clothing, you're like. Oh, it's not just about the brand. Like it, like it feels better than other clothes. It's hard to just kind of like Sunday cool tees, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I, you get the Sunday cool T-shirt on, you're like, and then this... you're like, I'm never ordering. Mm. Like once you feel tees the Toltex. Oh gosh, Ugh. yeah, Gilgals. <sighs> Call those Gilead's because they're restrictive and tight. <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. I say I, I got the. I've never actually watched it, but I have a wife. really. I have a wife. Wow, we we finished um, the latest season last night. Okay, I'm really surprised you have not watched. So, that as a Gilmore Girl fan, you yeah. know uh, Alexis Bledel is in several seasons, <clears throat> and my favorite show of all time is Chuck. I know you love Chuck, and uh, Yvonne Strahovski is is in the show as well. So you'd think that there's people that I like in the <clears throat> show. I I might appreciate it. It's just never. I've Elizabeth Moss directed the finale. It was very well done. She's a Scientologist. <laughs> Does not surprise me. I just remember that from uh, a a Mad Men like documentary thing I watched once. <sighs> what a great show that was! Did I never, I never my finished, wife finished Mad, Men. Mad Men, but I did not. But I remember I never the beginning. Like it. this is a great show. Yeah, Tim. There's so many good shows right now. Well, glad you could join us to talk Let's, all things welcome, entertainment. Welcome to TV Talk with Tim and Andrew. So, Tim, what you got on the TV Guide schedule tonight? The TV Guide schedule tonight? Oh, I, I don't know. We, we've finished quite a few shows. I, we have got, I don't know, I've got to you've do got, some research. We've got wide open stuff. Which is kind of weird because normally we, we're trying to, you know, finish before we start something new. Jeff, of course, is bringing up Ted Lasso, which is 
Do you remember how many no. years I told you to watch Ted Lasso? It was like four months. Okay. It was like four months. Nevertheless, I, was, I told you that no sitcom has ever got me like this. And yes. it's, not, it's not even a sitcom anymore. The episodes are an hour long. But it's... I would argue it's, that it is the best show on right now. Like yeah. The, the best show running right now. Absolutely. It is that good. And... It was, it's so good that even in my elder group chat this morning, someone gift replied me with a Ted Lasso did you Did you see the... One of my elders. The 11-11 thing that's been going around hmm. with it? So, you know, there was the 11-11 Make-A-Wish coming. I'll show you at lunch or something. I want to see it. But it's... The show is just remarkably done. That whole thing happened at 11 minutes, 11 seconds into the show. And then... When they go out into the locker room, they talk about getting Zala or whatever his name is. Right. And Danny says, I just wished for that 30 seconds ago. It was literally 30 seconds after they said 11-11, make a wish. So you know that Danny also has a timer set on his phone to make a wish at 11-11. That's funny. It's little things. It's the little things. And there's no a lot show. Of, there's a lot of little good things. Has ever show. got me like it gets me. Mm. Mm. So is that good? We, we don't get that until Tuesday or Wednesday. They surprised us last week. They, they, two two weeks in a row. It's supposed to be Wednesday and it came out Tuesday. So I'm not I'm not mad, but Tim, let's be real. Our TV watching changes on Thursday. <laughs> it does for the next six months. Yeah, it, the world changes for the better as baseball season begins. I my son was texting me this morning, Dad. Can we can we get to opening day? It's can we can we get to the game on Saturday? I think Saturday would be a lot easier to get to than opening. Opening day is going to be tough because of flag football. Mm. But it's happening. Like I I don't know if I'm going to be able to go without live baseball watching within the next week or two. Like I'll probably sneak over to a game. You have to. It's what you do. I have missed it. I mean, March Madness has helped. It's, There's been some great, great sporting Tim, events. Tim, I have lived in Florida since 1991. Yeah. I have, well, that's not, I've spent a few years in Texas, but I have been. For the a, most part. I have been a Floridian since I was eight years old. I was born in Florida. I have a fairly robust group of friends and acquaintances. I know two people that have gone to FAU. Same. I know it's, two. Who goes there? I know two, and, and one of which had a stint in the NFL out of FAU. I have, been, I have been to the FAU campus. It is, it's smaller than most high school campuses. Yeah. Like, that's how small it's it is. It's a weird thing, but... When USF hey. played them about a decade ago, I went to the away game there and thought, this is the size of my high school, and I went to a Christian high school. <laughs> it's so bizarre, but hey, go Owls. But their their enrollment is twice the size of Miami's, which is really funny. How funny would a Miami That's FAU championship be? CJ says South Florida is the basketball mecca <laughs> all of so a sudden. so weird. I'm not mad. I Take think that, Hoosiers. I think it's kind of awesome. So we've got sports back in our life, but let's be real. For the record, that is like six, and that's not six. It's four hours and a world away from us. The, the Miami, South Florida area. It's not We close. don't get the same cable channels. It's not... We'd have to venture onto Alligator Alley. Yeah, it's one time. True story. I forgot to gas up before getting ooh. out. I I was it was worse than like Kramer and Seinfeld. I was so scared. They're technically in our state, but I go to Atlanta more often than I would go down there, just because it take oh. it's a weird it's a weird thing. Florida's weird. Don't live here. We're full. I mean, I guess some of you can come, but everybody's coming. Like my, I, my property value thanks you. My property taxes do not. Like at a red light last week, I, I counted six different states' license plates, and like, and it wasn't like anywhere near the interstate. It was in the heart of Trinity. What is happening? People are spring breaking in your neighborhood. 
I don't think so. I don't know. I think people are moving here. Tim, we each had big events in our churches yesterday. We did. Uh, they we, weren't that different. Well, they no. There we had Yours our was your annual meeting. We had our annual meeting, which yeah. our bylaws require us to have every March. Uh, you had a vision night, which your bylaws do not require you to have. They do not. Uh, both were technically catered because we have our food afterwards. So oh, you guys had your meeting right after church. Yeah. So that makes sense. our our rules say that we have to announce the annual meeting three Sundays before the meeting, mm-hmm. and so the Sunday of the meeting counts. So we do our annual meeting, and you guys have two services. So you can't do an annual meeting. It's tough. Yeah. So we but we do our annual meeting after service, typically the last Sunday of March. And it makes sense, and it kind of gets everybody excited for Easter. Sure. It, you know, it was. I, I don't know how exciting it is. I mean, it's it is very much the legalese. I see the bylaws, but now we, you can you can build some excitement. Well, into so those here's here's meetings. what we do. We we have you know the budget has to be presented, yep. which nothing is. I don't want to say less fun because it's exciting to be like, hey, look where we've grown. Look at the missions we've been able to support for sure. But still, it's we're it's, not we're not hurting for yes. cash. We're going to be able to make payroll. for yeah. at least the next. But six but months. it's still a a budget meeting for that portion. I get it. Um, and so we we what we do is. We start off, and it's kind of like a year in review. Here's mm-hmm. the way that God has blessed us. Here's where things are going really, really well. Yep. Then we did uh, budget stuff. Here's what the budget was last year. Here's where we went over, and we went over because you contributed more. So we'll keep doing that if you keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And then we installed two new elders, which was exciting but also bittersweet because that meant that two elders two came come off, off the board. And sent, I got six years ago last week was the Sunday that I was voted on. And so the wow. two elders that came six yeah. years. So the two elders that came off were installed the week before I started, and so they have been my security blankets. So that part was kind of it was a little bit bittersweet for me. CJ, do you not want the banner on the screen? I'm I'm Tim. This is Andrew. <laughs> He's not happy that we're just making sure everybody should, knows who we are. We should find other creative things to just drop in there and not tell each other, and just <laughs> click a button and have it say like. Tim's a weenie or something like that. I don't know. Just off the top of my head. That's inappropriate. Off the top of my head, there's the first thing I could think of. It's inappropriate. But so yeah, we we did the the annual meeting, which was good. You know, it was You had food, you we, had a we, business we, meeting. We, we always have food, but there was a lot of food yesterday. I think some wires got crossed. Um, one of those people being That's, a, my, that's being, actually a good day my, to have more food. Yes. But so it was a good day to have more food, but also you you have Sundays like this, it's three till and you look and the building is like two thirds empty and you're like Oh Oof. no! Yeah, What's gonna happen? And then by by the second by, worship song, by the second worship yeah. song, it, it's packed. So like we ended up with like a probably you know top ten percent of uh, my time here attendance is maybe you know top even twenty percent for this calendar year, which has been a big calendar year attendance wise. But it was just really funny because people just kept trickling in and trickling in, and and then hey, okay, cool, we have a quorum. But at one point, we were like, oh, no, what do we do if we don't have a quorum? Membership stuff. Well, speaking of membership stuff, Andrew, CJ wants to know what your vision statement is. I don't think we have an official vision statement. Yes, you do. It's on your sign. The reaching up, reaching out, reaching in? Sense. If if that is our vision statement, it needs to be adapted. I think we got signage when we moved into this building in 2013, and I kid you not, I am the sixth pastor since then. So... It's 
Yeah. Well, I can I can tell you that Lakeview Church exists you, to grow I would say in Christ. You, you you have a well-defined to one. To go into all the world in God's love to teach God's word and to make disciples all for the glory of God. So on the back of all of our t-shirts it says for the glory of God in all things. I That's wear one of those regularly. Typically if I'm like going to a bar or a nightclub or someplace a pastor shouldn't be, I put on my Lakeview shirt and uh I just <laughs> I don't go they're to comfy. bars. They they're very comfy. I don't go to bars and nightclubs, but I I do sometimes. Like if if it's a Friday and I am getting up and not showering and like running errands, I'm like I'm gonna be scruffy looking and gross. I'll throw on the Lakeview shirt just to I remember this. You know, I I drank out of my safety harbor mug this morning and thought about you guys while I was Thanks, reading buddy. my Bible, and then you do that. I'm just going out being a part of the community. Andrew had their annual meeting at Safety Harbor yesterday. All good things. They didn't have to fire anyone. No, Everyone's no, getting paid. Everybody voted yes when we asked them to vote yes. So that was the new budget got approved. Well, the budget is already approved by the time we come to our annual meeting. Our elders approve the budget and then we present the budget to the congregation. Do you not get congregational approval as well? They approve with the elders. So the Right. The budget is I, I hear what you're saying, but there are the there are a few things that we require a congregational vote on, mm -hmm. and the budget is one of them. Gotcha. So budget stuff, building stuff, mortgage stuff, mm -hmm. like that. The elders can present that to the congregation, but ultimately mm -hmm. we, we need buy-in from them to move forward with, with the big stuff. Yes. With the big stuff. Ours I honestly I think our bylaws in a lot of cases were kind of copied and pasted. Um since we went from one church to incorporating as another church in exactly one week. And so uh, for whatever reason, our bylaws stipulate that we have the elders approve of the budget and then present it to the congregation. I've got no issues with that. It works you, well. You guys had your annual meeting. We, for the first time, we've never done this before. We had a vision night, which we... <laughs> I saw what Jeff said. Jeff I'm, says, should... Pastors not go to bars I'm, and nightclubs. I'm not, what would Jesus I'm say? Making, I'm not making that assertion. I'm just saying in my personal life, I do not because A, I'm not that cool, and B, those places ain't cheap. Did you know that Coca-Cola comes with free refills pretty much anywhere you go, at least in the United States? But uh, most adult beverages, they charge you the same price for a refill. I know. So I don't drink a lot of adult beverages, nor do I frequent I, nightclubs. I, I, would, I wouldn't know these things. I, I don't think I, I think I went to a nightclub twice when I was 19. It was like the it was one. probably to see a band. It was, it was the, well, that's true. If you count. That's the only time. Yeah. I think more often than not, when I went to Ebor in my 20s, it was to see a band. Yeah. But yeah, I went to nightclubs for the intention of going to a nightclub two times when I was 19. And uh, I'm good. I don't need to ever do that again. Ronald says Andrew only goes to bars or nightclubs if he's wearing a Lakeview shirt. He's just trying to get the message yeah. out to the community. Jerry says, what's the link to the merch page? Should we do that? Uh, Sure. Lakeview merch, Safety Harbor merch, the Morning After Ministry Morning show. After Ministry show merch. Who wants to jump in on that? I, <laughs> would you wear it? I would wear it. I'd wear it. But Do we have to create it? I was going to say, it's, it's the bulk ordering that scares me, I think. We got Jesus back here still wearing one of the uh, tried and true. You Jerry, know, do you want to cut? We'll, we'll get you in, buddy. Super, uh, super thick, incredibly uncomfortable and itchy. That's why we never Morning after shirts. shirts. Nobody wears shirts. Shirts are terrible. They're, they're not comfy at all. They were terrible. 
Ronald says we have our full year budget meeting tomorrow all day. Let's Ooh. go. We go over each section piece by piece. Long day. Yeah, that's that's our August through November. We start the budget process in August. We complete it by November. Um, we're required to get it into the hands of the congregation three weeks before they vote on it so they can ask questions before they vote. So that's that's typically our process. But last night we did something a little bit different. Not something required by bylaws. Not required by bylaws. We we mentioned at the annual meeting because we did attempt to do it. I think we did it in between services, so we mm-hmm. were pressed for time. So we said, look, we, we want to talk about what's coming next, but we don't have a lot of time. So mark your calendars. In the first quarter of 2023, we're going to have a vision meeting where we're going to talk about the future of Lakeview Church. So that is uh, that's exactly what we did last night. We had a great crew show up. It was catered. It was delicious. And we talked about the future of Lakeview Church. One of my elders who loves all things charts, graphs, numbers, stats. Mm. He spent... I like stats. I don't know how many hours he spent on this. If, if you share a Canva with your leadership team and you guys create presentations together, and you know what I'm talking about. He, he created 54 slides. A lot of slides. They were awesome. The best part about Canva is you get to just drop in your brand guide. So your church colors, your church fonts. Yep. Like all, it's all there. Do you remember Keynote? I still use Keynote. Remember the hours we would put in in Keynote? I do. Canva makes life that much easier. They're not sponsoring us. Maybe they should. Do they sponsor podcasts? I don't know. They probably should. That'd be a really cool thing. It would be so cool. Hey, guys, I'm Andrew. This is Tim, and we're here to talk to you about Canva. If you don't use it, you should. If you create graphics, you need it. Thanks for listening. Also helps out tremendously with vision nights at your church. There you go. So he created basically the entire presentation. I went through and dropped in the photos from from Carlos, mm-hmm. our church photographer, who he gives me 30 to 40 photos a week. And they're, I don't know what to do with all of them. They're all that good. But then when these meetings come around, I'm like, oh, here here's you. when we use them. This is exactly the right time. So we did that. We, we pitched what's coming next for Lakeview. We have a, a massive budget surplus. We talked about using the additional funds for all Zach sorts of he's fun using things. Canva as he's listening right now. Look at that. There you go. Look at that. We're going to increase support for missionaries. We've got some fun building projects That's coming exciting. up really, really soon. Uh, we're we're going to be going from 10% to 15%, maybe even to 20% giving to missions, Ooh. which is cool because that means as the church gives more, our missionaries get more, Yeah, which is pretty sweet. That is very cool. And then we talked about staffing. Mm-hmm. and what that's going to look like. It is time. It is time. I mean, we're, we're in the talks of bringing on another full-timer. As been, you know, it was, it's been... You and I are the only full-time employees yeah. at our churches. It's been since 2019, since you guys have had two full-time staff members. Yep. When you were the number two full-time staff member. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been a hot minute. It's coming. Yeah. So the goal is by fall, and then we pitched a third service. So by January 2024, we're, we're that's about 10 months from now, potentially moving to three services. Tim, I was uh, having lunch with you last Monday, yep. pretty much the last time we talked because we were so busy this week. Very busy. That uh, I said to you, Tim, for a third service, and you said you wanted to go earlier rather than, you know, later in the day. Yep. Uh, I said, 8 a.m. You need to do an outdoor service. I, I showed you some pictures of a, of a, it's very comp- it's a very compelling pitch of a wedding venue where I've done a wedding up by you. Yep. On a lake, you guys could duplicate that for really really cheap. 
and it would be lovely. Did you show John LaRue those pictures that I sent you? I, I pitched it to him, and he, he loved it as well. Did you at least give me credit? I did not. Actually, maybe I did. I did. I said uh, Andrew was preaching. I mean, was preaching. He's doing a, a wedding at mm, a, mm. a local venue and said this would be really cool to pull off at Lakeview. So we're, we're pretty open to what the third service is going to look like. I like the idea of something different. I think like trying something different, especially if even if it's just for a season. Right? Especially if it's for a season to say, hey, let's do a 45 minute service instead yeah. of an hour, hour and five minute service. So let's do maybe one one less song. Take a paragraph out of the sermon. Mm-hmm. And uh, do it in a different venue, and, the, and not see, a lot of places can, say, can, and can see, try that and see what works. Yeah. You know, and we're I, at a spot where Lakeview Church we we're able to try a few different things. We've had several different worship leaders over the last few months, yeah. And so far, we've gotten a tremendous response to all of them. Most of them have been right on our team. Mm-hmm. We, we had a guy lead yesterday who most of our congregation didn't even know he could sing, and he absolutely killed it. There you go. It was. It was phenomenal. I love it. So all, all good stuff. And then we ended the time um, in prayer, which was probably my favorite part. Probably my favorite part. Did you take your hat off to pray at least? Um, I did. Okay. because I, I know there was a photo of me with my hat on, but when I, when I joined— Jeffrey Simpson and I were very, very scandalized. You were. When I, when I joined a table to, to pray with my church family, I did remove okay. the ball. As cap. long as you showed a little bit of reverence to the Lord. Jean LaRue, our lead elder, he— uh, Took your hat off and threw it across the room. He wouldn't do that. That'd be really funny if he did. He said, hey, guys, just want to let you know that we are going to be hiring a next-gen pastor soon. And he puts on his backwards cap as I'm sitting there with my backwards cap. <laughs> Mocked me. That's, it was very funny. That's very I funny. I did not know it was coming. He's sneaky funny. It's really funny. He, he's, he's a sneaky funny guy. It's good. So, Timmy, on Wednesday, Wednesday, I had a one of my favorite lunches of the year where we uh, powwow with the other local Safety Harbor churches oh, to yeah. plan our sunrise yeah. Easter service. So we're Are you talking preaching it this year? I am. Oh, boy. My, not because I want to, but How many times it's have my you done turn. That? I've never preached the That's sunrise service. Um, but wow. it'll be, it will be that abbreviated version of the Easter sermon. So I heard um, you're doing an altar call. I'm not doing an altar call. What's interesting is the guy who did it, the, actually, the past two years, the guys who have done it have definitely, they, they've got that preacher voice where mm. they go from this. Not pre, you mean Baptist preacher voice? I, I didn't want to say it. Okay. But the, I know what you're saying. The tone. Compl- we I, both grew up Baptist. I, saying, I've, I have only known them like across the table, you know, doing, yeah. hey, this is my ministry colleague, my, my co-laborer. And then they, the tone and, and everything completely changes when it. And I was, oh, and that's not me. What's this funny is, is I went to a Baptist seminary, and this, my preaching professors were like, please don't I do know, this. Like, I know. Don't do this. But yeah. so I think people are going, <laughs> I, I hope it goes well. But so we, we have our sunrise service at 7 a.m. Easter Sunday, which is, I'm assuming, when you have your sunrise service. 7 a.m. at Lakeview. And so that was exciting to kind of powwow with them. And we've got a that's new cool. pastor in one of the area churches. So get to kind of introduce him to the the community service kind of thing. and. It's neat. You know, there's a lot of churches in our area. There's a million people in our county. Yeah. And so the push to, hey, let's see who can get the most people to come out. And all the churches in downtown are like, no, no, no. We're doing the this community sunrise service um, down at the pier, which, again, we, we're on the water in Tampa Bay. Not sure. everybody has the not everybody has the venue that we do as a city. Yep. But it's really cool. And the city helps out and the 
Kiwanis Club and our neighborhood family center gets the the offering. CJ's wondering so, if you're going to sit down. I I won't. I don't. I'm not going to have a stool out there. So you want me to bring you one? Uh, maybe that's a good idea. I just <laughs> midway like you pull out a camp chair and un- <laughs> unfold it dramatically and awesome. twirl it around and have a and have Jesus a seat. sat. So do I. I could get in a rowboat like Jesus did. I could just you literally could. You're could. not far from the water. No, it's it's right on the seawall. Your so, voice will echo off the water, which ow. is why Jesus needed no amplification. Everybody would get saved twice. <laughs> That'd be great. But so we, <clears throat> you guys are doing three services on Easter Sunday. We got three. So we are doing the community sunrise service that we participate in yep. as a church. And then we kind of gathered around a couple weeks ago with our current elders, the two new elders that were coming on and our praise team. And we kind of looked at numbers and said, here's where we are at attendance wise. Here's where we were last year. As a church, we're about 20% ahead of where we've been wow. in the past years. Yep. So do we want to do this as one service? And it was almost the the one elder who's going to be out of the country for Easter said, I think we should you know, maybe spread it out. But everybody else said, let's just be really, really packed this year. And, uh, and then if we need to split for next year, that's fine. But let's go into it knowing that we so might this will be, probably be your last. This might be our our last Easter. Hope, one, I mean, one service, hopefully. But at the same time, who knows? You know, uh, churches can change and grow and evolve as the community does, and that so is we'll, the we'll, truth. we'll see. But that so whereas you guys are saying, how can we create as much space as possible? We're kind of saying we are going to let our people enjoy seeing everybody and being. I do love that. I do love that cramped and crammed in there. So, so will you, will you, you thinking you'll probably blow through the 70% rule meaning. Oh, for Easter. Yeah. We, we will blow through the hundred percent rule for Easter. Oobly. So, Oobly. uh, you know, we, we are not a huge church last Easter. We were 117 people in the building, um, with, or, you know, at the building. So we have people sit outside as well. We currently have 112 chairs in our worship center and 12 outdoor. We have room for more chairs outdoor and room for maybe 10 or 12 more indoor. We should definitely add all those. But we are going to, if the numbers hold up, you know, if about the 20% ahead of where we were last year, we're kind of forecasting for about 135, 140. And so that's a lot. It's a lot of people in that room. It's a lot. Now, not in that doesn't include. Kids, kids are included in that number and stuff. Still, so, but it's gonna it's gonna be a full room. So, is your hope to have seventy percent three times? That's the goal. The pitch I mean, that's two hundred and ten percent. The pitch last night was please don't show up to nine thirty. That's mm-hmm. a, by far the most crowded service. Please show up to eleven o'clock. And if you're gonna show up to two services, which a lot of them did last year, because mm-hmm. they want the inside and the outside experience, mm-hmm. you can do the sunrise, but also do the eleven, not the nine thirty. We, we were almost standing room only at 9.30 last year, and, and 11 o'clock had room. So my pitch for the next few weeks and maybe the next few months until we move to three services is, hey, 9.30 families, if you don't mind sleeping in a little bit, please come to the 11 to make room for our newer families. So that, that was the pitch yesterday. We did order uh, another 150 chairs for Sunrise because last year we I think we had we ordered 200, and it was standing room only. It, do, you, do you rent chairs for outdoor stuff? Yeah. So we actually, we, we filled up every chair last year. Then we pulled out all of our folding chairs and maxed those out. And then it was standing room only on top of that. So this year it's, let's just get 300 chairs out there. When you, and then same setup for 
9, 30, and 11, which we've already pulled in every chair. When you do the chair rental, do they set them up or do they just like deliver them in a box truck? They deliver them in a box truck and then we have a setup and teardown team with towels. If you live in the state of Florida, this is important. You know. You, you, you know. You typically want to set up the day of and wipe them down. If you set up the night before, you better bring extra towels because they will be drenched. They will be soaked. Not the, from, the not church, from rain. No, just, just, just the dew. The dew of the morning. Yep. The church I was at previously, part of our confirmation class was always a service project, and that service project was that the confirmation class ran the sunrise outdoor service, Oof. and we, our chairs were like cloth, cloth, cloth padded chairs. Oh no! And so it was. Oh like, no! It we don't do terrible. that. <laughs> it was like sitting on a sponge. Yeah, it was not a good thing. True story. The first sunrise service I ever attended at Lakeview was the one I preached. It's. You know how it is yeah. with bigger families. It's, it's it's hard to get people oh, moving my, early. My wife has only been to one sunrise service ever with our kids, and that was when a few years ago uh, one of the pastors had the idea of, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we had like a kid's uh, Easter passion play at this sunrise, sunrise service? And oh, no other kids. So all what of, a terrible all of the dads were like, oh, cool, sure. And all of the wives were like, why would you agree to that? And so my kids were the disciples. So that they could actually, so that was the only, the only sunrise service my wife has my, ever my been My family to has our, never, never been. My yeah. son came with me one year to help wipe down chairs, but other than that, and Easter's weird for me. I don't, I don't typically sleep good Easter weekend. Mm -hmm. I just feel a lot of extra yeah, it pressure, is. especially with the Good Friday service now, and that's kind of been a tradition for us, so we'll keep that rolling. That's been going yeah. since 2020. That's, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a busy weekend. There's a lot in general. Family comes in town. It's like, hey, let's hang out. I'm like, do you do you understand yes. Easter weekend for for ministry families? <laughs> I, it's not like a normal weekend. I had. They're like, let's go to a Rays game. I'm like, I can't, there's no way I'm going to a baseball game. I had a family member on on my wife's side of the family a few years ago upset that like we weren't coming to do like the family, you know, ham and and egg hunt thing yeah. at eleven o'clock, and. They they said something to the extent of you guys are missing the whole point of Easter, and I was like, um. let's let's talk about that. <laughs> Needless to say, we have not done a good job evangelizing our family. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dude, yeah. last year I you know this I did I didn't sleep the night before yeah. Easter. I showed up to Lakeview at three in the morning. That's... I don't know what. I, I'm praying that doesn't happen again this year. That was really, really Is tough. it that it's a heavier it is. thing? Like, you know there are people that are, this is the one time they're going to yeah. hear the gospel presented this sure. year. And that's that's part of it. I feel the weight of just just a, a bigger day. Yeah. Tons of people. Lots right. of them will, I don't know, will ever, maybe they won't come to Lakeview again. I, yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I think it's okay to feel that way. Yeah. One thing that, that's really... I don't know if, if neat is the word or maybe I'm just complacent with how things are. Um, the first Easter I ever preached was at my previous church, and the senior pastor had retired at the end of March, and Easter uh -huh. was like three weeks later. I remember that. And so – and I had already accepted the position here, but I wasn't starting until a few months uh, after I had accepted the position. And so – and that was a, a bigger church and, and more resourced and whatnot. And so the first Easter service I or Easter Sunday I ever preached was – Three sermons, probably, or three services, probably 950, 1,000-ish people that day. And so because of that, I'm always kind of like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? you've done so it. I, I, I did the big 
the yeah. big church Easter one time. Yeah. And then the next Easter here, I think, was like 53. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's a great night of youth. It was. So, yeah. CJ so, says, I'm super nervous for this Sunday. It's Palm Sunday. Yes, it He's is. He's never preached on Palm mm. Sunday. And get this, CJ is preaching as a candidate at a church. CJ, that's let's a, go. Is there a live stream? Can we watch? That's a, can we heckle on the live stream? I think it needs to be the opposite of heckling to make sure they know that his candidacy goes well. Oh, like, hey, just stumbled across your live stream looking for a new church. Wow, who's preaching? Who's today? this guy? Sign me up. CJ, drop the link. We Fill will, out a connect card. We will share like, it from the Morning After Ministry like, show page. I'm dead serious. I would like someone to contact me about... Uh, praying to receive jesus as savior you know do all of that kind of stuff i'll i'll check off the box for salvation i'll check off the box for recommitted my life i'll check off the box for baptism if, if that's what it takes cj i'm we're in <laughs> i'm willing to volunteer in preschool ministry i'll check all the boxes there is a live stream ladies and gentlemen there is a live stream. we will keep you posted <laughs> all right so as timmy and i were kind of <laughs> slightly as terrifying <laughs> as we were uh spitballing back and forth with each other this morning as we were setting up our stuff we were discussing our annual meeting and the vision sunday that lakeview had both of which required a full presentation yeah and i and tim talked about how you were using pro presenter remote on the ipad the ipad pro presenter remote it's a little grainy but it works great stayed connected the entire time again 50 plus slides and was able Uh, to see i've never i've never had an issue using just the keynote remote no, on neither. my phone it's always been good yeah but pro presenter is just a different program so it is. I, i've never it is. And pro presenter remote. crashes oh, regularly it's it is the industry standard but it's also known for crashing constantly and i said something to tim about you know or he said oh you know we there's no one back in the sound booth at all and that terrified me i said oh that's kind of how we run sundays and i was like like you mean during preaching he said no like even during during the singing portion of the service, one of our volunteers literally. No, no, no. our worship leader. So our worship leaders are our husband and wife team. And oh, so, so one of your worship so leaders. One of our worship leaders through. has the clicker in her hand. So to be fair, she knows what's coming. She next. knows what's coming next. Yeah, but and then that's better. And my thought it was a volunteer. I was like, that's terrifying no. for the volunteer. What if it's not the right? No. And then you said, and, and then I said something about how. You know, so then during the transition, so with the she team, hands you the so clicker. So she puts the clicker on the stool, and then I preach also with the clicker in my hand. And uh, I'm not a big fan of having to think about one more thing. That the slides are built, they're in presenter. Before the service starts, I walk them over with the key volunteer back there, and I don't even have a confidence monitor, so I just trust that mm. they're they're on display behind me while I'm preaching. See, I used to I, again at my previous church, I would print out full sermon manuscript. Oh, I, I've done that before, and and write like slide one, slide yeah, I'll two. I'll put it in my manuscript through, sometimes. through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I think having the clicker in my hand is so much easier, especially if off the cuff I want to go back and look at you know a a word or a tense in a previous verse. I can go back to it. And I don't know. I, I enjoy having the clicker. Andrew, you guys know this about Andrew. He loves holding the power. He doesn't like giving things up. Hang on. Ken uses the pro remote every week. See? Ken, you trust the pro remote. I like it. Jerry says, get you one of those foot pedal clickers. Those... Can you do that while sitting? <laughs> I mean, you can drive while sitting, right? You can hit a pedal. <laughs> You're like an organist. Uh, now, on... <laughs> 
I was gonna say, could you mount it on the uh, on the the ring on the bar stool? I'd have to, you know, if it was on the floor, that'd be tough. But <laughs> I I could get like a little curtain so people can't see. What to be fair, I have it. preached with the clicker, and it went a little haywire one time, and okay. it really. But this the throw is different at Lakeview. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know, it is, but it's a distance. But our our room is long and narrow yeah so yours is more wide yeah so i don't think the but we also is, have, you have a wall we between, have the half wall yeah. under the computer so if you have the usb mm-hmm. plugged in that mm-hmm. wall blocks see i i had a bluetooth clicker That's, that i got in like 2009 so very very old bluetooth technology yeah that one and it had a laser pointer built into it that still was, love laser pointers that was, that was cool those are still fun but that one would get glitchy mm. and so i find the usb remote even the the little logitech remote that we have that's probably eight or nine years old and the logitech thing it, now we've had bigger funerals and stuff where there's 140 150 people in the room and the clicker does not work as well when there's that many bodies in front of it but yeah yeah i i like the power CJ's wondering, do you put whole Bible verses on the screen? They do not. They do book chapter verse. So people get into their Bibles. I do, but really I do it because Presenter has a Bible feature where you, you build everything out in advance, your, your background, everything like that. You just go to Bible, you type in your passage, boom, and it all goes I, there instantly. It's, I, it, it makes sense. I put it all on the screen and I would say 60% of the people that are following along the text in in their bible are still using a phone anyway Same. and i'm i'm fine with that yeah. you know that's the phone is as new of a technology as the printing press was 500 years ago yeah. my, my my daily bible reading is from my phone or ipad every my, every single day my daily bible reading is typically the audio while i'm following along yeah yeah because yeah it's, that's it I, I, headphones are in i'm reading while listening to keep the pace yeah yeah yeah, and I so I, I have now. I I love me a good. Do you do you follow Tim Wildsmith still? I know. Mm-hmm. I, I do you follow the Bible Review blog? No, that he does. I was gonna say it's. I should. It is that that stuff is very interesting. I have not purchased myself a fancy Bible since I graduated from college. But following his stuff, you know. And now I'm like, Bibles. should that? I feel be, like we should, should collect my, Bibles like like my son collects football cards. It'd be a lot of Bibles. That would be a lot. That'd be a lot of Bibles. <laughs> that would be thousands of Bibles. But I, I, I put the full verse on the screen. I preach out of NIV typically still, which is I realize it's not 1997 anymore. But I like the NIV. I think it's approachable for Surprise most people. You don't use the NIVR. I do not use the NIVR, but I do like to. Um, I, I will point people towards different translations, or I will bring up. Yeah, I, you yeah, know, hey, you sure. know, depending on what translation you're looking at, it might say this. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll routinely say maybe if, if you're using this translation, if you have a study Bible, you'll see a footnote at the yeah. bottom. It'll say this. Ronald says in elementary school, I remember a lady playing guitar and advancing slides with a manual foot pedal. Those were times Andrew's attempting to do that this week. I think that's awesome. Jerry says, let's talk about how Bible verses on screen contributes to biblical illiteracy. I'm not arguing it, but we could. We could. Absolutely. I'm sure you can argue that. Am I still going to put the Bible verse on the screen? Probably. Yeah, it's it's almost lazy if I don't. <laughs> it's so it's so easy to do it. Yeah, it's it is not a difficult thing to put the Bible verses on the screen. My problem sometimes is I want to put two verses on the screen, and I'm like I'm I'm not paying by the page, like you know, you I, space that. Out. I I know, but I'm so lazy 
that I don't want to... Again, pro presenters, you get to select how many verses go on each slide. Mm. So I always space it out at one verse. But and not, if need be, I will break it verse. But not every verse is as many words. Which is why I will, if I have to break up the verse. So I where I was in 1 Samuel 28 yesterday. Old Testament narrative is a different story, too, if you're, if you're going through a narrative passage. Yeah, so, so some verses will be like, he went and saw that guy. Right. Or and then the next, you'll have like Esther 8, 9, and it's, it's you can't. It's a four-paragraph verse. Can't. But verse numbers don't exist. Like, that's, that's true. That's, that's, we made it up. We did that. We, we did that. Andrew and I did that. Yes. We went through the entire Bible and Ooh. separated Jerry, chapter and verse. Jerry said I did the overhead projector as the pastors get. Did, Me too. Did you? Uh, I did, slid it. You slid the, the page. I got so good that you couldn't see my hand on the screen. I could even go from slide, transparency one to transparency two seamlessly during a musical interlude no one would notice wow my first job in youth group my first ministry gig ever was transparency guy my first ministry gig ever was sixth grade tim the uh sixth grade andrew mm. um running the soundboard in the evening soundboard in the evening service now it was a baptist church still it was it was a fundamentalist there baptist were church. faders so there were there were faders and it was remember to start the recording not of the music but of only the, the sermon know, yes and yes. so we, and then so when it was done, we had the four cassette yep. duplicator. Yep. So it would mm. it would copy the sermon from the one cassette to the four, so that by Monday morning, you guys the, had the tech. The shut-ins could have the tapes. The shut-ins. Wow. The shut-ins. Timothy. Hey, shut-in ministry is a legit ministry. It's the best thing that's come out of online church. Oh, with it, the best thing. I mean, we have delivered devices to shut-ins yeah. and said, "Here's how you watch services." We we had one person who we have not gotten back from COVID, and it was because she did not and would not have the internet in her house. Wow. And it was like, really? Like, Do you, do you need wow. me to burn this onto a DVD? I don't even think any you, of— You should have installed have, the internet. I have a—what was the—when the laptop start, stopped having the uh, CD-ROM drive yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or the multi-purpose yeah. drive, I have a—I have one of those somewhere, a USB— Oh, me too. All things drive. Yeah. So in mm -hmm. theory, I could burn a DVD, but that take deep, that takes a long time. Ken says Tim's first gig, transparency guy. Twenty five years later, he's still doing it. But on he an won't iPad. do it for his own sermon slides. I, I just can't. Jerry says rode with my dad on Mondays to the small cement block local radio station to drop off Ooh. the cassette tape. That's cool. That is cool. What a great memory. Why don't we start a radio station? Just we should start a show. Yeah. That'd be really cool. We kind of just hang out and talk, and talk to about the week in ministry that was. That'd be fun. I Zach says, well, we just stopped printing paper manuscripts that we mailed to shut-ins. <laughs> Zach, that's amazing. That is Bring that fantastic. Back. Wow. Also, is that a is that a hot dog vehicle in your profile picture? I, either way, the, I love both of those. The, the Wiener Mobile was on campus at Dallas Seminary last week. I don't know if I like did anything Zach, with that picture. Are, are you are you a Dallas guy? Is that is that the Wiener Mobile? I'm just saying the Wiener Mobile. There was like a picture of the Wiener Mobile in front of the Dallas and Seminary Scott Chapel one. in Student Center. I was like, he was printing out the manuscripts while visiting the Wiener Mobile. <laughs> It's eleven fifty-five. Uh, we had time. four things on our on our show. We didn't notes. even talk about uh, your family getting sick. We got sick. It was bad. You been there? Uh, yeah. Midnight, our youngest came in covered in vomit. One hour later, the next one came in, and then they mm. rotated one after the other every single hour all night long. It was awful. Well, in case you're curious, uh, Zach says 
that it was on the road and he had to stop to see the Wienermobile in person and he almost got in an accident. So I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you did not. CJ says revival broke out at DBU. There we go. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Jerry uh, says I also cranked the mimograph machine like what? a circus monkey. Got to make those bulletins. Will you ever pass out bulletins again, do you think? Has COVID permanently killed the bulletin? It killed the bulletin, but it didn't kill the seasonal brochure. Gotcha. So we still do, on occasion, hey, here's what's happening and coming up. Dates are subject to change. People still like something in their hands. Like, they still like it. As much as I'm like, really? And then like, yeah, we do. Our older youth group kids were talking about the the form that used to be inside the bulletin. Oh, yeah. You know, for the attendance that they want, you know, so... They wanted people to fill out the uh, full-on attendance sheet every week, wow. and they were they could recite that whole form. And it's been years since we've had it, but they were they did work. They worked. We also used to wear name tags. I I killed that one when I got here. Like stick-on name tags? No, like everyone had like a clip-on. Their name tag was printed out. Oh yeah, yeah. And at the yeah, yeah. The, we some, some people still do that. Like at the Presbyterian church I was at before, when you became a member, it's a Presby you, thing. You got the engraved. Yeah, yeah. like that they, was like your. They would that go was to, your badge of honor. They would go to Things Remembered. Yep. and get the new members' name tags engraved every uh, couple of months. We just ordered a bunch of new lanyards for all of our ministry team leaders, so they'll they'll get they'll get lanyards. They look cool. The how can I serve you? I get it. Yep, I love it. Tim, do you want to come back next week and talk about the week in ministry that was? Same time, same place. We've missed you. Well, Hosanna a bunch between now and then. I I hope that uh, you have an incredible week. Yeah. We'll see you. Oh, thanks, buddy. You're welcome. I hope you have an okay week. I appreciate that. See you soon.